Welcome to Feelings Fitness. I'm your host, Suzanne Bazarco, a yoga teacher, licensed professional counselor, certified mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two. When I first entered motherhood and started raising a family, I needed something to help me survive the seasons of life, which is why I pulled the Feelings Fitness program that I created in graduate school out of the archives, linked it up with what I learned in yoga teacher training, and boom, the Feelings Fitness formula was born. Yoga plus mindfulness equal emotional well-being. It has worked for me, and I surely hope it works for you and your family too. I am stoked to embark on this journey of sharing yoga and mindfulness with you. It's time to get real about how you feel. It's time to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, Suzanne here. Always excited to be in your ear. I know I tell you that every week, but I truly, truly mean it. For those of you who are showing up week after week, it means the world to me. So thank you so much for being here. If you're just tuning in, two weeks ago, we finished up a six-week series exploring the six basic universal emotions as described by Paul Ekman. Last week, we put the spotlight on contentment, which extends just outside of those six basic emotions. This week, we'll touch upon happiness versus joy and shame versus guilt. The words in each of these sets often get used interchangeably, but they really have very different meanings. We'll end with a concise conversation about how to feel better in times of uncertainty. How is it that we can survive situations that strike such strong emotions within us? Sound like a plan? Awesome. Let's get started. Let's start off on a positive note. Happiness versus joy. Both sound good, right? Yes, they definitely are, but one will give you a little more long-lasting effect, in my opinion. Do you know which one I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of joy. Although a segment of this podcast is dedicated to happiness, what I really want to be encouraging you to find is joy. Although both are emotions, joy is a more spiritual connection, an emotion that takes happiness, I think, to a new level. An interesting quote to differentiate the two comes from J.D. Salinger's Catcher in the Rye, showing that although they're the same, what causes them tends to be different. The quote says, the fact is always obvious much too late, but the most singular difference between happiness and joy is that happiness is a solid and joy is a liquid. Interesting, right? Think about that for a minute. Happiness ranges from contentment to satisfaction. Joy is much stronger, more spiritually grounded. Happiness has a more outward expression and joy has a more inward expression filled with peace. What connects these two is, in fact, gratitude. You know I'm going to throw a little Brene Brown goodness on you, right? So Brene says, I don't have to chase extraordinary moments to find happiness. It's right in front of me if I'm paying attention and practicing gratitude, which also connects us with joy, although they're a little bit, you know, happiness and joy a little bit different. But what connects them really is that gratitude. Dr. Brene Brown did say, she said, I will never talk about joy for the rest of my career without talking about gratitude. She said, I have never interviewed a single person who talks about the capacity to experience and soften into joy who does not actively practice gratitude. Easy enough, right? I mean, we can always, we should always, 
always at any given point in time be able to think of at least one thing that we can be grateful for, whether it's our family, our health, even as simple as the sunshine outside, something we can tap into and remind ourselves that we're grateful for those things, which can bring us that, you know, really spiritual connection with joy. So moving on to shame versus guilt. And I'd be willing to bet that no one really wants to share any of their own personal experiences in this category. Now, you will find those people that just will tell you everything. And I will say that as Brene Brown will remind us, people have to earn the right to hear your story. So the people that really start kind of rattling off these stories and kind of almost shaming themselves, sharing too much, it's it's not really beneficial for anyone. So consider thinking about this before you share personal stories, just think about finding people who have earned the right to hear your story. So just kind of think about that before you get too personal with people that you don't know very well, or people that might spin the story and shame you even more than you're already kind of shaming yourself. It's way easier to share something in the happiness or joy sector for sure. This here taps into some of our dark spots, some of our shadows. But the truth is that by casting light here, you release these emotions in a way that will free you forever. So what exactly is the difference here? Well, so shame makes you see yourself as a bad person, while guilt implies you're a good person who perhaps did something bad, right? So shame is unhealthy because it leads us to really a loss of self-esteem over time. And you guessed it, we arrived at a little bit more wisdom from Dr. Brene Brown. And she says, shame is the most powerful master emotion. It's the fear that we're not good enough, right? Now, guilt, on the other hand, is just as powerful, but it really can influence us in a positive way while shame is really destructive. Shame erodes our courage and fuels disengagement while guilt really can almost kind of keep us on track in a sense that we just we recognize where we've done wrong and we kind of match that up against our personal values and we forge forward and go out to do better. Like we stated before, shame will really get you to kind of disengage like, oh, I'm such a bad person. I don't want to be seen anymore. So you disengage. Whereas guilt will just be like, man, I feel really guilty that I ate a cookie on your diet, whatever. I mean, you're not a bad person because you ate a cookie while you were on a diet. Now you get into the shame of that and man, that can really get ugly and it can throw you completely off if dieting is the thing that you were doing. And the reason why I've spent so much time over the course of the last few weeks discussing emotions is because we need to know about them and how to navigate them in the real world. So here's some real world stuff to apply all your emotional intelligence to. Without getting into any of the nitty gritty scientific stuff, 
stuff, let's just discuss how we can survive situations in general that strike such strong emotions, making us sad, scared, uncertain, etc. So what are some things that we can do? Well, we can certainly connect with others. So current state of affairs is saying that we physically should not be getting together with others. But FaceTime is an amazing technology that really can connect to friends, to family. Even I've had my kids connecting with their friends via FaceTime so that they can really, you know, see each other still. And my daughter, who's six, really still gets on FaceTime with her best bud and they man they spend hours just playing their games as though they're sitting next to each other it's really cool so don't underestimate the power of FaceTiming or Skyping or whatever version you have always tap into resources if you need help getting what you need tap into friends and family you know even um, sometimes it goes like you know you need to extend beyond your own resources, then a resource of yours might have another resource to get whatever it is that you need. Talk to a professional always like if you if you really find yourself in some dark days being kind of isolated way too much, certainly talk to a professional. And this is another option that you know, you don't have to go into an office anymore. There are virtual professionals that can talk you through any tough feelings for sure. I always, 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 always journal. So you can give yourself, really give yourself time to brain dump the bad stuff and then, you know, shift gears and keep track of the gratitude. Remember, gratitude and anxiety can't coexist. So gratitude will bring you joy even when the option seems impossible. Get creative. When you uh, hop online, certainly it has endless options of creative ideas to pass the time, but it also is filled with the news and such. So be careful to not hop on line and then all of a sudden find yourself consumed by the news. Get in there and find creative ideas to pass the time. Keep yourself busy. Again, finding great ideas online for this as well. And for the love of all that is good and holy, do not freak your kids out. This is something that will get wired into their being. It's something that they will take with them in their physical body for a lifetime. So by all means, do your best to shower them with love and a new normal as opposed to creating an environment filled with fear and frustration. So, so, so important. And of course, how could I have a podcast episode without talking about yoga and mindfulness techniques? So hop on the mat and find a sequence that you can immerse yourself into in order to take your mind off of current issues. And it's really important if you are going to hop onto the mat, if you are going to do some yoga, do your very, very best to stay present because the idea is to take your mind off of what's not going right and spend some time really in kind of a peaceful zone. So carve out the time and make sure that that even that even if it's like 15 or 20 minutes, give yourself that time to say, this is a time that I'm not going to let my mind wander into the what ifs of all this, I'm just going to take this time to be peaceful and almost pretend that all is good in the world. So there ain't nothing wrong with that. So also make sure you breathe. I have incorporated 
integrated breathing techniques in several episodes. I think I'll probably go back and make an episode dedicated to several of my favorite breathing techniques so that it's all in one episode in case that's something that you're interested in. And one that might be great for now is that Nadi Shadana, which is that alternate nostril breathing. That one's super calming and great for anxiety. So be sure you take those breath breaks throughout the day. I love my Apple Watch because it always reminds me. And even that one minute little breath break is so refreshing. And always remember mindfulness for sure. Remember to be present. Don't get so caught up in how long this is going to take to pass. Don't get too caught up in all the what ifs of all of it. And focus on the present moment. Create a safe environment for you and your family and stick close to home. Focus on enjoying the little moments together, sharing a meal, playing a game, reading a book. Distract yourself with fun on the home front for sure. Unfortunately, until this is all said and done and is a thing of the past, we'll all really just need to take it day to day. We'll need to accept that our emotions are going to come and go. Remember, scientifically, those emotions, both good and bad, only last on average about 90 seconds. It's just the stories that we keep telling ourselves that have certain emotions linger around longer than we want them to. So when a wave of emotion takes over you, pause, allow yourself to feel it, breathe, then name it to tame it. Yep. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't try and shove it off. Just identify the feeling, identify that emotion, and then use that breathing and that mindfulness and those simple yoga techniques to tame those feelings. So for now, I'm wishing you emotional well-being during this temporary time of uncertainty. I hope you found this episode enlightening. If you like it, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. The more people we have engaged in this conscious conversation, the better. You can find everything related to this episode over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And as always, some of the best content comes up after the show in the Facebook group. So be sure to join over there as well. Until we chat again, feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.